0: Welcome to Productive Flow, where we answer the eternal question, why can't I get myself to do the things I know I should be doing? Here's the secret I've found. Productivity is rooted in emotion. True productivity and success come only when we heal the emotions driving our behaviors and remove all those internal roadblocks. I'm your host, Angela Kristen Taylor. I'm an entrepreneur, writer, speaker, and I've been right where you are, I've asked myself that same question a thousand times and only took me 20 years to figure out the answer. In each episode, we'll go deep into the emotional roadblocks and a brand new integrative approach that I call Productive Flow, bringing together your emotion, your energy, your time, and your focus to help you create natural productive flow and achieve higher levels of success in business and in life. Now, let's jump in.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Productive Flow. And I have a really interesting episode for us today because I have more than one guest. I actually have three today. (laughs) And so all all four of us uh, have come together and we have created this really different, unique, and powerful membership program uh, for women. Uh, specifically women entrepreneurs, and I'm very excited about what we've built and what we are doing together. And I really wanted to introduce you all to all three of these beautiful, wonderful, amazing women, and at the same time, tell you more about what we're doing together and why we chose to do this together. So it's, it's really profound. And I hope you get as much from the conversation as I know we will in having it. And uh, every time the four of us together, it's just amazing. And I'm really excited to share this and share them with all of you. So that being said, um, I want to introduce you to Mina and Claire and Rachel. And um, I'm going to let them each just kind of introduce themselves and talk about what they do. Uh, So Mina, why don't you go ahead?
2: Sure. Thank you, Angela. So my name is Mina Hasami and I'm a rapid transformational therapist and coach. Um, I met Angela about a year and a half ago and we basically have chatted every week. Since. <laughs> and, and, and I actually had the pleasure of knowing her before she had the podcast, before the group commenced. And it was all in like kind of brainstorming. She was also working on 50 million other things at the time. And I want to say, April of last year, um, I had the pleasure of doing a session for Angela. And um, so when she was putting the group together, she was like, "I think it would be great if you could do hypnotherapy for the group." And so when we launched the program in February of this year, right? It was I think it was beginning of February. Yeah, in February. I've been, yeah, I've been doing group sessions uh, once a month and. Really, hypnotherapy is about addressing the subconscious beliefs that we've formulated across our lives and um, really getting to the heart of whether or not it works for you anymore. And for a lot of people, they get to a point in their lives where they've tried a lot of different things. They've tried to consciously make shifts, but it feels like an uphill battle. And so the beauty of hypnotherapy is that we get to go into a trance-like state and in that state, uncover what are the beliefs that are holding you back and how you got them. And once you put a lens over it, you really have an opportunity to not only make peace with it and have profound compassion with yourself, you get to give it up or you know put it to bed, integrate it back into you and create something new. So it's been a wonderful experience doing it for the group. And we've structured it, especially like on the five-day challenge, um, so that... It's something like, depending on like for for our group program, once a month, we have a theme And so working on that theme, we do a regression back into that area. So for this current month, it's play. And so next week, I'm going to be doing a session on play. And where is it in, in your life that play no longer became a priority? Where did it become something that is something that you have to earn? Something that you do after? All of your responsible to-do tasks have been completed. So, um, so yeah, it's been wonderful. I don't know where to go from here. No, that's,
1: <laughs> that's fine. That's perfect because I think that you know it's like some of the things that we've worked on in uh, the program up to this point. We've done, we you know we've released fear, and we've we're now we're getting ready to incorporate like you know what happened to play and let's incorporate play. You help me release specific fears, um, which is really, really interesting. And it's not just that we're, we're kind of uncovering things, different layers of ourselves, but we're actually reversing that. It's like we're creating new connections and new wiring in our brain that says, Hey, this used to be a trigger. Huh? It's not anymore. That's interesting. You know, and then all of a sudden it, it means something else to us now, you know, and um, that's, that's really very, very cool. And I want to go into another section about what you do um, in the, in the program, but I'm going to get back to that because I want to introduce everybody else too. But we are definitely coming back to some other things that we're doing with Mina in the program, which are very cool. So, all right. So Claire, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and what you're doing in our program as well?
3: Okay. Um, so my name's Claire. I'm based in Glastonbury in the UK. Um, I've, I'm have i really, really blessed to live in a beautiful spiritual community. And so that's really enabled me to um, step out of the closet, as we all like to say. I, I step out of the woo closet and really fully embrace it and bring it into my business. And I've been freelancing now for... A good ten years, I had a corporate background um, as an investment banker in London, and I totally quit that to follow um to follow my calling and my passion and not be kind of put in this box with with lots of other people expected to, to do things in a certain way that just wasn't right for me. And um so I took all of the leadership skills that I had learned in the banking industry and I brought them out of the banking industry and I incorporated all of my spiritual um, teachings because I have studied um, yoga and philosophy and meditation techniques. And yeah, just over the years um, with my travel and my studies, um I've learned so many different modalities that now I've come to this beautiful place of. Just being able to pull it all together. Um, I've been working with Angela now for just over a year um, and we met when I first started freelancing online um, because I've been doing a lot of stuff, running spiritual groups, spiritual retreats, um, helping spiritual businesses to develop. Um, and But I was doing all of this in person and then when the lockdown happened I had to do something different. So I took it all online and then I met Angela and and then everything just kind of started falling into place. And working with Angela has really kind of helped me to, yeah, fully come out of the woo closet, fully go into this niche of I love spiritual entrepreneurs. And as it happens, now that has developed more and more and more with the women. Um and there's a reason it developed more with the women because I am um, a woman in midlife coming through premenopause and stepping into this place of owning, owning this juicy loveliness, actually, that, that we are as women and really stepping into that. And I'm in a beautiful community where I do have a lot of sisters around me and we're in this kind of, I'm 46 now, and we sort of have this sort of young at heart, middle-aged women who are just kind of really stepping into our full power and really owning it. And so that's a lot of the stuff that now I've really stepped fully into this and it's my lived experience. So my lived experience is as a female spiritual entrepreneur working with others and and owning this, you know, more and more and more and connecting with the land and connecting with nature and really trusting fully. Those insights that I have, the intuition that I have, the clairvoyancy and the the clairaudiency that I have and always had, but kind of kept it a little bit on the shelf because it wasn't quite, it wasn't quite accepted in society. I was a bit too much of a hippie or a little bit too much, a little bit too much woo. But in actual fact, what I have learned is just purely by being authentic and purely just coming out and being who I am. Then. right people here and the right people come and now we're in this beautiful stage of having this support network of women all over the world who are feeling all the same things that we're feeling and that's the beautiful thing is having this support it's a very mutual very mutual game that we're in here I think and it's a whole new way of doing business as well because it's authentic and it's real and we're genuinely out here on our dharmic path to help each other and support each other and that's absolutely yeah. 100% my mission and and that's that that is all I do actually that that is all <laughs> I do anything anything that doesn't feel good I'm not doing it if it feels good I'm doing it and that's how I live and and without too much of a plan in between and it's yeah. just in such an honor meeting you ladies has really just solidified and Helps my confidence come more and more in with yeah actually this is who I am and this is what I do and there's not a lot of compromise there doesn't need to be too much compromise around that mm-hmm. I'm, I absolutely love what I do and where I'm at and working with you ladies and yeah I'm just super grateful to be part of it so
1: thank you awesome yeah and one of the things that I love that we're going to get more into with Claire is all of this ancient women's wisdom and the just that the power that we have as women that we have we've we've forgotten it as women because we our mothers didn't know and our grandmothers didn't know and our great-grandmothers didn't know and we've just been isolated away from what it means to be a powerful feminine creatrix that it's like we've lost that and claire has studied all of these things and researched them and and she's bringing that in um to this program and so i'm just so grateful for that it's awesome <laughs> and so rachel let's hear from you and to learn more about you and and what you're doing here with us in the program it's so
2: great yeah, too. <laughs> yeah
4: um i'm rachel weaver and i'm bringing in human design an aspect that has, I mean, it's transformed my life and helped me understand who I am on an energetic level and how to express myself. And that's what I love helping other people do is figuring out how to express yourself, how to communicate, how to be this authentic self with confidence and understanding who you are um, and how you make decisions and like all these at different aspects um, that human design can really help us with. And so it's I, my role, I think, um, is really just if you don't understand who you are, or if you don't understand how to communicate, like you know what you do, but you don't know how to talk about it, right? You don't know how to um, tell people about your magic. Human design can help us. And my background in copywriting and um, messaging is, is here to really help everyone just communicate in a more clear and efficient way so that your people know your magic and want your magic and pay you for your magic and all of those beautiful things. So, um, yeah, that's me. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And it's, you guys can also, you may remember Rachel being on an episode with just me and her um, a while back, and that's actually how I met Rachel. Yeah. Having her on the podcast, and then she and I just connected. It was like instant, and mm-hmm. we were talking after that, and then we were like, like every day we talked like every
4: day, <laughs> every single day. I was like, I have I have to talk to Angela.
1: <laughs> and it was so awesome. And then it, I was it, we were talking about like what she does and. And her business. And I was like, God, you really should be doing a group program. She's like, yeah, you know, I did that, but I don't know. I feel like it's not the right time yet. And then when we were putting this program together, it was like, oh my God, Rachel needs to be part of it. And then I told her about it. She's like, yes, yeah, it's totally perfect. And then it <laughs> was just like the four of us just connected, and there was this bond between us, you know, mm. and it was so interesting. And, um, I want to I want to tell you a little bit about what we're doing um, in this program and, and why, and we can all talk about this a little bit. Um, but what happened was, you know, we were running the beta version of this program originally, and uh, we didn't have Rachel in the beta, and um, so we were I hadn't met Rachel yet, and so we were doing the beta version of this program. And as we were going through it, it just was evolving. And the evolutionary process of this was becoming much more spiritual, much more woo. And we were just kind of going down that path. And then it was interesting because the people who were like not into that just kind of like disappeared. And the people that were really into it were like, oh my God, like this can't end. (laughs) Don't want it to stop. And so that was just amazing because we started to really hone in on what we were building and what it meant. And then what happened was Mina was doing a, a regression uh, session and um, I had this vision of this arc and we were calling it the journey arc. And it was like all these past lives that we've led that they weren't something that was disconnected. You know, so if you guys, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, whatever, I don't believe in past lives. Well, maybe this episode isn't for you. Um, but <laughs> if you're open to it or you believe in it, you're like, totally, yes. The vision that I was getting was that they're not disconnected, that it's not just about, you know, the karma and connecting with different people, but that there is an overarching mission that we were on, like a purpose, a reason for us being here. And that each life, is part of getting to this space that we are in now, where it's like each life is building upon the other one. And so they're converging into this space, into this life, into this now, where we are actualizing our mission. So it's like, you know, we go through all these lessons and experiences that help us connect with people and experience different aspects of of life and things that give us this motivation and this drive to do this thing that we're here to do. And to give us all the knowledge and wisdom that we need in order to do it. And that we're here in this life to actually see it come to fruition. Mm -hmm. And so that was the vision that I got. And I was like, Whoa, like, where did that come from? (laughs) I don't even know where that came from. And, uh, you know, I've been, A productivity coach for 20 years, and so for me, it was like I've always approached my business in a very business-like manner, and I haven't um, come out of that woo closet, as Claire um, so eloquently said. (laughs) And so, well, I, you know, I'm out now, uh, clearly, but (laughs) but the thing is, is that uh, it had just never occurred to me to blend that side of myself with my business. And what I was being shown was that my business is about that and that, you know, I've always said productivity is rooted in emotion. And I go back into like our childhood experiences and how our, our childhood, um, like the people who've raised us and have cared for us, our caretakers through childhood, that their voices are the ones who are telling us later in life who we think we are and what we think we're capable of. But what I was seeing in this vision is that it goes back much farther than that, and that it goes back into other lives. And so this is where the idea for this, this program came from, was this this journey arc, essentially. And then I realized that with Mina and her ability to take us back into earlier parts of this life, that I was able to, even without her not going there in the description, in her in her scripting of what she's saying to you, I was able to go back and hit past life experiences and see them and feel them and experience them the way other people were experiencing them as just a, a childhood memory or a past memory or something. And so I was like, whoa, what if she actually added that into the scripting? And then it was like, Oh, my God! Like that's amazing. And so it was that part, and then realizing that we could connect into this journey arc into seeing who we've been in past lives and how that connects into the work that we're doing now. And then having Claire come in with all this ancient woman's wisdom, like the the old mystery schools that you may have read about in these you know these books and things, and it's like they've disappeared you know, and, and that's not what we need as women, especially today. And, and so it's like, she's bringing that knowledge back in for us, so that we're able to tap back into that power and see ourselves as that power. And then Rachel comes in with this human design aspect. And it's like, you know, I forget what you said the wording was on it, but something about like, I'm showing people how to use their emotions. So like, do something, you know, and I'm like, Oh my God, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> you
4: know? But you're emotionally defined. So the fact that you understand your emotions so well, and you use them in your creating mm-hmm. is, I mean, that's your design. That's a hundred percent what you came here to do.
1: Right?
4: Uh, yeah. I wish I Love knew it. that 20 years ago, you
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew that 20 years ago. It took me so long to figure that out. And I didn't even know, And then you come in reading my chart and you're like, and I'm like, (laughs) and it's just so amazing. And, 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 and that's the thing is that it's like, she's helping you tap into who you are here to be. And, and that's the thing is a lot of us, I feel like we're just like, we're, we're, we're going in so many different directions and we're doubting ourselves at the same time. And we're hearing those voices in our head of what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do. And we're supposed to be a good girl and follow the rules and do the right thing. And it's like, no, you know, this is what you're, this is what you're here to do. And our human design chart shows us that. And Rachel's almost like an interpreter, like a translator. <laughs> She's going to read your chart and be like, oh, there you go. This is what you're here to do. And you're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. How did I not see that before? And, and then she actually helps you use that to connect into relating that to other people mm-hmm. so that they can see who you really are. They can connect to it and it's authentic. It's not, oh my God, I'm so excited to share this with you today. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, no, there's, there's so much more to it and it's real and it's authentic and it's you, 100%. And all of this is coming together to help you actualize your journey arc, to actualize what you are here to do, with all these experiences, all this trauma and pain and, and just the wonder of all of it is converging into your life now. And that's why it's like you feel like you're meant to do this really, really big, important thing. And you feel it and you connect to it. And then it's like, but I don't know. Am I good enough? Can I really do it? I'm not sure if I can do it. Should I do it? Maybe I shouldn't. Should I quit my job? Should I not quit my job? I don't know. And it's just like this whole thing. And we realized that this is something that, you know, we we were doing the beta. It was like a four month thing, and we thought, oh, here's the four months, and we we were basing it on my my productive flow methodology of you know emotion, energy, time, and focus. And I was like when we came up with all this, it was like, Oh, no, this is much bigger. And this is something that's mm-hmm. ongoing. Because mm-hmm. we need that support. Always. It's not something yeah. that we like fall off the, the the train with because it's like, wow, that four month program is over now. So, you know, that was great yeah. to have that support. But now it's done. Mm-hmm. And that's why we wanted to create a container of support. And so we we called this uh, journey alchemist collective because what we're doing is we're alchemizing the roadblocks in our journey, and it what happens when you do that is that it's like life becomes magical, mm-hmm. and it all feels so so good, and even when you have those moments, because I mean it. Your life can be like super magical and you're still going to have crappy days. Like it's still going to happen, right? (laughs) It was was real. Yes. And and the thing is, is that it's like, you know how to deal with it. You know where it's coming from. You know, Mm -hmm. you have a pain somewhere in your body. You're like, why did I wake up with this? That's weird. And then you're like, oh, let me tap into that for a minute. Oh, there's this energy that's coming up. Oh, this is from that. And it's like, and then it makes sense. And then it's not bothering you as much because you're yeah. not sitting here saying life is just something that happens to me. Yeah. You're saying life is happening for me because I'm on a mission and there's all this support that I can't even see. And now I'm tapping into that, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. that's what what we're, the four of us have come together to do. And so, um, I, I, I think, Mina, I think it was you that said we had a theme. For each month going in. And so what we're doing is we're each using kind of our zone of genius in that theme. Mm -hmm. And so for, we have a a call with our, with our group members every Tuesday with one of us, and we're all there on the call, but (laughs) every Tuesday with one of us, leading that call, leading the information and the knowledge that's being passed on and then on Thursday we have another call with that same that same one of us leading it and it's just a share It's just a what came up for you what did you experience during this you know what happened for you in this and and then we have our we have a, a hub where all our replays are and all of our content and extra stuff and and we have a WhatsApp group because we're we're typing back and forth, and we've been sharing like playlists and <laughs> and these are the members, right? Sharing like playlists and content, and uh, one of our members yesterday posted something about what was it seed cycling or something? Mm-hmm. Seed cycling, yeah. loved yeah, that. Cycling. Yeah. yeah, she just posted that last night, and so it's like there's so much great stuff happening in this membership program. And it's like, it's ongoing. And we just added this new, um, space for office hours to come in and just have like focused time to actually sit down and do your work and, and have one of us in there to just brainstorm, you know, to have other members in there to just brainstorm or ask a question or get a review on something you're working on. Because while we're focused on alchemizing those roadblocks and helping you actualize your journey arc in this lifetime, that we're all doing this through our businesses, you know, and it's interesting. I had somebody on Facebook that actually commented, um, she put a post up today and I I put up, um, a post and she was talking about, she commented back and it was basically, she was saying that even the word business feels triggering for her as a spiritual entrepreneur. And I think a lot of us Mm -hmm. tap into that. And I'd love to hear your, your feedback on this ladies. Um, because I, I think that as a spiritually based entrepreneur, sometimes we get into a space of feeling like this is what I'm meant to do. But then we feel weird about charging for it or, mm-hmm. or like earning money. And sometimes I think there's been a, I, I don't feel like that, but I think there, and I have my own opinion on it, but I want to hear from you guys. Um, I think there's this piece of us that says, you know, I'm not allowed to be rewarded for something I'm doing, or I'm not allowed to be wealthy for what I'm doing, because then then there's a reward somehow that I didn't deserve. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that came up for me in this vision that I had from working with Mina was that the money is not the reward; it's alchemizing this journey. It's actualizing our journey art. Doing the work is the reward. Money is just energy. It's just a flow. And the more I earn, the more I'm able to support others, the Mm -hmm. more I'm able to support myself. And I'm saying this because there is no shame in having time and energy to fill yourself up so that you have more to offer the world. Mm -hmm. Because if we're broke and run down and tired and sick, how much are you able to contribute? How much are you able to live in your journey arc and actualize it? Cause you won't be able to. Yeah. No. So it's money is not no. the reward. It's just part of it. So I'd, I'd love to hear from you guys.
4: So whoever wants to go, can go. <laughs> I just want to say that like words carry a frequency too. Mm-hmm. Right? If they're the words that you're speaking about your magic, about your, your work mm-hmm. carries a frequency along <clears throat> and it's the word itself, but it's also how you energize it. The energy that you have when you're speaking it Mm -hmm. or when you're typing it and putting it out there. Um, And when you are triggered by another word or someone else's message, it's, it's not only the words that they're saying, but like, you're feeling the energy that they put into it and Mm -hmm. understanding like, Hmm, maybe that person didn't have the best interests at heart. And that's why I'm triggered by that word. Or, um, so I feel there's a lot that to unpack there and I don't want to like go down too far of a rabbit hole, but just thinking about first and foremost, the energy that you put into your own words, are you putting in confidence? Are you putting in, um, your, your truest, highest potential into the content that you're creating? Um, and if you're not, that's okay. I've totally been there. I think we've all been there where you're, you're writing something because you feel like you should write it or you have to write a piece of content and you're not in the best frame of mind. Mm -hmm. You're not truly connected to what you're doing. You're doing Mm -hmm. it because you feel like the guru said to, or your business coach said to, or this is how you have a business, um, all of that stuff. Where when you're tapping into your human design and your and your innate energy, the energy that you came to this lifetime with, um, you're tapping into a bigger potential than what the world is telling you, right? And you're mm-hmm. you're tapping into your potential, your higher self, and when you do that, holy moly, it's so much more impactful, and people just love what you're writing and you're like I don't know I just wrote something
3: <laughs> yeah
4: yeah I don't know I took you on a tangent sorry <laughs> no
3: no no so I love good. your tangents I love your <laughs> tangents you. so much <laughs> and it's so valid it's it's so true we we took the, the words like way back in the day before the crone became the witch she would say yeah. that the words the wor- our words are our spells and, and that yeah. we do cast our intention through our words and, and yeah. it's true and there are still many many ancient practices that are still alive around casting your spells and saying your words and speaking mm. your intentions on the new moon and writing your intentions down and burning them and, and all of these things that we've forgotten <clears throat>
0: Want to learn more about Productive Flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free, and you'll also get access to special content and resources. See you inside the group.
3: Yeah, just to go to to to. To raise your point about wealth in the spiritual community, I've I've really battled with that one because I did uh, when I finished the the banking game, I did make money, but then I sold a house at a massive loss and lost the money, and then I went super spiritual and kind of renounced everything. And what I found in spiritual community and spiritual business is that yeah, people don't want to charge for it because they feel like it's our natural gift and therefore we should be giving it for free and all of these mm-hmm. things. And, you know, we're going to live as a monk and we don't need the money. And I did that exactly that renounced, got rid of all of my stuff. I don't want material possessions. I'm not interested in a consumerist society, which I'm not. But it doesn't mean to say that we shouldn't experience the full pleasure Of life and the full pleasure that it is to be a human woman that wears silk or silver or enjoys, you know, decorating ourselves or enjoys living a beautiful lifestyle. There's no shame in that, and nor should there be. And I'm, and and I think that the more and more of us that step into this space bravely of being, yes, a spiritual entrepreneur, yes, I can be spiritual and wealthy because actually my self respect is so fully intact at this stage that I know I deserve these things. I don't want to wear pants with holes in. I want to feel beautiful. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's so, and and that, and when we're doing, when we are serving our purpose, what I have found and stepped into in the last few years of working this way now is that the money does just come anyway. Mm-hmm. It does just come anyway. There's always enough and there's always just more than enough. Mm-hmm. And then when we really start working with our own juices and really start kind of playing with it and manifesting beautiful things, the money secondary to our purpose, particularly because we want to achieve a certain thing. We've got, we've got a mission here, ladies, haven't we? Like we've got a mission that we yeah, are going yeah. to serve. And the universe is going to provide us with all the lovely things so that we can do that. We don't need to worry about the numbers in the bank account anymore because there's always more than enough. And it just comes down to that belief, doesn't it? But mm-hmm. I see it in spiritual community a lot and, and the worry around how much should I charge per session and all of these things. And it just yep. works out. Yeah,
1: yeah, Absolutely. You know, and I, I think that the money aspect of it, the way I look at it is if my... Because I've always focused on productivity. So for me, it's about time and, mm-hmm. and how I'm allocating my time. And the more money I have means the more people I can support in what they do best by helping me do what I do best. So mm-hmm. my energy is not spread in 50 different directions. I can focus in on my mission, my purpose, Mm -hmm. you know, and that everything that I have left goes into just being, you know, wife and mom and, and me, right, just being me and Mm -hmm. having that time to myself and, you know, having time to play and, and time to be creative. And, and it allows me to do more. And also too, thinking in terms of if you're here for a specific mission, a specific purpose, And you believe that then the more money you have, the bigger reach you have, because you have the ability to pay for people like publicists and, and advertising and, um, you know, you can get your message out there. You can impact more people. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's just a fact you know? And so uh, the money allows us to do those things. So it's just the flow. It's energy coming in and going back out. And that's, that's good. Because like you said, Claire, it's like,
2: there's always more than enough. Yeah. 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 If, If I can add there, one of the things that in my session with Rachel from a few weeks ago, I think really has stuck out since. And it was around this concept of, she asked the question, are you getting out of your practice and your, you know, what you're up to, what it is that you're putting in. And I think that was a really big question for me, because I think, you know, coming from similar background, like declares and corporate America, a lot of what I had done previously in my life was really trying to fill um, this, this need of being good enough. Right. And, and through that, and I think there's other childhood stuff too, around, having to earn love and so a lot of my patterns are around putting a lot more into things than I got out of it
1: Mm.
2: and so you know when when she asked that especially around what I'm doing now with like the hypnotherapy the coaching and then using channeling to help facilitate both um I 100% connect with Angela's sentiments around that in and of itself is part of the gift, the experience of it, connecting with people and having them heal their past and transform their lives is one of the most profound gifts, I think, that we can partake in. Um, but at the same time, it now, in, with with Rachel's question, it's now the the component of also making sure I'm including my needs and what it is that I'm looking to get out of it. Because if you're living your purpose, if you're living... Mm-hmm your highest version of self, you can't forget that part about what what fulfills you. What what else do you need out of it? What is your ultimate experience going to look like through that process? And so that that's been something that I've kind of just been simmering, meditating on. And so as I'm preparing for sessions, I'm also putting the intention, what am I looking to get out of this, you know, in this experience, which has been really really great
4: well I think and I just want to add that like Mina, you're a generator the' th- three of us Claire and Angela and myself are all manifesting generators but Mina is a generator and I feel like this idea that you're not getting out what you put in is is very common with generators because you have this energy and there's a lot of shitting on yourself and like I should do this I have the you have energy, right but if you're not saying yes to things that ultimately, fill you up and make you, um, feel joy and all of those things, right. Then you're just going to deplete yourself and you're not going to feel, even if you're using your gifts, you're using your gifts in a way Mm -hmm. that you shouldn't, (laughs) right. There's a way to use it that ultimately fills you up and lifts other people at the same time. Like it's, it is an equal energy exchange. So Mm -hmm. I think it's yeah, beautiful.
1: Yeah. No, that's awesome. And I just, I think that, um, you know, the, the people that we have, the women that we have had come into this membership program and have gone through, they're going through these experiences with us um, every single week, that it's like there is a focus and a remembrance on who we are that doesn't fall away, because you're staying in that Mm -hmm. space. And Mm -hmm. I know, Claire, you had talked about this recently. Um, But it's like, it it seems like we're either way up in the air, like the airy fairy side of us, right? Or we're like, deep down, like in the 3d mess. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do we kind of float between the two? You know, how Mm -hmm. do we stay rooted? and cosmic at the same time and yeah. find that balance and and we do find that by keeping that focus keeping that focus and staying in that space and you know remembering that you know it's like yesterday yesterday but we're doing our share because it was thursday and we were doing our share and we had two women in our group were talking about bugs and we were talking about bugs. One was was having an issue with roaches and kept seeing roaches like in different places where she would go, not just in her own house. And then the other one was seeing wasps everywhere. And then we were looking up like what was the spiritual meaning of these bugs. And it was so like relevant to them. And it was like, and and I wasn't even the one to look that up. Like it was one of our other members who was looking it up. And that to me, it's like that staying in that space is staying in that space and realizing that there's something there that we have to pay attention to. We need to pay attention because it's like spirit is always talking to us Mm -hmm. and always telling us, Hey, this is what we're, we're supposed to do. This is the direction we're going in. And, you know, we're wavering in our, 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 um, uh, our intuition, right? Because we'll hear it. And then we're yeah. like, oh, I'm not doing that. That's crazy talk. What are you talking about? You know? And then we go do something else. And we're like, I should have listened. <laughs> you know? And staying in that space more okay. means okay. that you're always, you're always headed in your highest and best direction. Even if it doesn't make sense, even if it feels crazy. Yeah. And it's it's so much easier to do that when you're hearing from all these other women who are saying, hey, this is this feels crazy, but I'm doing it and this is what's happening. And oh my gosh, how rewarding it is. You know, I mean, that's what the four of us are doing. Right now we're like, oh, okay, we're jumping on board this trip. <laughs> we're running with it. And it yeah. just feels so good to be in that space and to be accepted, to be, you know, um, just to to know that we're not alone you know we're not alone and that's been a real benefit of just having the four of us together Mm -hmm. is just knowing that we're not alone and and that there's just been I mean we've talked about Mina with the channeling like we I feel like all of us our intuition has just been like since we (laughs) met each other yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and then we've been going through these deep shadow things because it's like we're clearing out all the crap talk about alchemizing roadblocks you know (laughs) oh
2: we're not exempt (laughs) we are not exempt
1: like it's (laughs) been happening and it's happening more so because of what we've been doing together and it's like we've been clearing through so much stuff and and just even in the last couple of months where it's I feel like I have grown more in the last couple of months and expanded in my own power more so than I have the last ten years. Yeah, and, I, I mean, yeah. honestly, and that's You've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Uh, I love fire. <laughs> no, but all of us. It's not just me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's. Oh, no no
3: yeah. you're right you're right yeah it is yeah. there's so much power when women come together there's so much power this is why you know women's circles have been here through time because when women come together I mean it's not just women but you know the, for the purpose of our container when we come together then we're amplifying you know when we've proved that for each other in terms of when when we're together and we have these conversations then I always leave and I have something to share that's amazing with the world, with, with whoever else I interact with. And it has this hundredth monkey effect and this beautiful ripple effect yeah. of the work we do just in our container of us four. Mm-hmm. And then we've got our container, our slightly macro container of this, of the the, the Journey Alchemist collective. and And then that's rippling out into the world with women that are supporting other women and just mm-hmm. the power of that, you know, and then having alongside things like the rituals, like the daily rituals and the daily ceremonies, that that keeps us anchored into the other world in this world. For me, the the ritual and the ceremony is a lot, a lot around it, but the ritual and the ceremony and then the group, the collective energy that we're picking up on and that we're building and tapping into and amplifying for each other, that's totally where the magic's at. Me and it's real, real. Mm Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: All right. Anything else that we want to say, ladies, while we're here?
2: So much. (laughs) Yeah. Always. So much. Yeah. I'd like to just add. I, I mean, to this whole the point of like the group effect. I think you know it's it's been really it has been a magical and transformative experience sharing my life and sharing what I'm up to with the group. And, you know, Angela, you mentioned, we still go through stuff, right? It's Mm -hmm. not like we don't have our off days. Um, You guys know, I've had a couple of those recently with my dog. Mm -hmm. And, but the beauty of it is I don't stay there longer the way that I used to. It's like, and, and, and it's, and it's being able to share with the group and share like on ways of new vulnerability, I think that is, is, is new for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and to and to have the the just unconditional love and support and compassion, and then also especially when you're in those states, you can't see clearly sometimes, right? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I get to borrow your guys' eyeballs. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's it's been it's been really really something else, and it, and it's really interesting. And, and Clary, right? It's not just for women. It's you know like Peter Sage. I've been listening to some of his work, and one of his biggest messages is you know find. Find your group of of people of like-minded things that are up to things that are similar to you because one of the biggest differentiators in your life is who you surround yourself by, right? And that's not Mm -hmm. a new concept. Napoleon Hill Mm -hmm. talked about that literally almost 100 years ago. But it's like we found that group. And so it's just, it's this process of, of the purpose that we're up to. It's just, I feel it's so much more potent now that we have each other to kind of amplify to um, where, where maybe one of our kind of magical powers or talents, and the other one picks it right back up, you know, and and it just in together, it's so much more complete. Mm-hmm. So, just wanted to share that.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I agree. It's it really is um, very powerful. It is, and it 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 just feels unexplainable in a lot of ways you know because i can't um it's just it's i feel like i'm learning more i am experiencing more i'm expressing more and it's it's all because we came together and then we're holding that container so that it's not just us experiencing this but these other members that are coming into the space are experiencing this alongside of us and I do mean alongside of us, and I think that that is something that really separates this membership program from a lot of others that I've seen and even been in. Is that we're going in with this with you? You know, when Mina does her regression session, like the, the other three of us, we're right in there doing it with you. Yeah. You know, when when we have our Thursday calls where we're all sharing, we're all sharing too. And, and so we talk about our ups and our downs. We talk about if we're, you know, what we're, what we're going through in a moment, you know, and, and we share this stuff openly because we're, we're growing right alongside you, you know, right alongside you. And that's, that's something that's really important to me because I'm, I didn't create this program so that I could just like be like, oh, I'm just teaching all this stuff, right? No, it's like we came in here, we created this program because this is where we want to be. These are yeah. the people we want to be with. Yeah. And this is where we're growing and we're doing it all together. And yeah. it's, it's just amazing. You know, so I'm learning about all the ancient women's wisdom from Claire. I'm learning about my human design chart, which is the most foreign thing I have ever seen in my life. I'm completely dumbfounded by it. I am learning right there alongside you with Rachel. And, you know, and Nina and, and is always taking me to new levels uh, that I'm just like, I don't even know where this stuff comes from sometimes, you know, but I literally, I was like, my elbow was hurting really bad the other day. And I was like, okay, like it, it was like two weeks where my elbow was hurting really bad. And I was like, just dealing with it thinking, okay, well, I must have knocked it into something or forgot because that would be like me um, you know, or whatever. Like, why does my elbow hurt? And then after like two weeks of it, I'm going, oh, what if it's energetic? What if it's an energy thing? Oh my God. So I went and I was like, I was in the shower, like with this realization. Cause right. That's where our realization tend to happen. we're in the water right the energy is flowing so um and I was like oh okay so I'm like tuning into that for a second and I got this vision of a past life where the arm was cut off at the elbow and like there was so much anger and resentment in it and it was like it was like a I felt like it was related to theft like I was some sort of Fee for something in this situation, like like it was something that was like a, a punishment, right? And that I was very angry, very resentful, blamed everybody else, and that it was like this heavy weight that I was bringing with me, and and it was like this was coming up to clear. When we have that stuff happen, it's coming up because we got to move it out because it's standing in our way of us going to that next level, right? Mm-hmm. And so. I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so we're going to clear all that energy out. (laughs) and We're going to let that go down the drain. (laughs) And so I did that and I literally got out of the shower and my elbow didn't hurt. It stopped hurting after two weeks of being in pain. Like I couldn't open up my deodorant or flip open the cap on my toothpaste. I was trying to do it with my left hand because it was that bad. And just visualizing that, seeing it, clearing it out, it was gone. And then like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've got more to that story. But I like I, I was talking to Aspen, who does our emotion code stuff. And she's uh, been a guest into our program before. And it's like, you know, that kind of I was talking to her and she was because she did an email reading. She's like, Oh, there's this past life stuff. And it was like anger and resentment. And stuff, and, needed to hear, uh-huh. and I was just cracking up laughing. I was like, Yep, of course. And then I met her with the story of the thing with my elbow. She goes, yep, there it is. Totally makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like that kind of stuff comes up because we're clearing. And every time we're clearing, we're going up another level. It's like we're mm-hmm. opening the closed doors. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's what being in this program and being with the the, the three of you and and all of our members is like, that's what that does for me. Mm-hmm. and And I'm in here, leading right here with you guys. And that's what it's doing for me. It's just, it's amazing how much clarity comes from it. How much um faster we're able to move through these things. Right. And it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing.
4: Yeah,
3: it is. I think that's been a real big thing for me as well is the speed at which the processes are happening. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, a bad moment does not need to be a bad day. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm really having so many experiences since doing the hypnotherapy with you, Mina, that and doing these sessions every day, it's like I'm having so many opportunities presented to me where I'm just recognising, no, I don't feel that way anymore. No, I don't wow, look, I'm not reacting in that way at all anymore. And the the process is something will come up. And I suppose because we've, we've become so much more self-aware and we're becoming more and more and more and more self-aware and that's the beauty of it, that now we can allow and give the space for the emotion to arise, let it go and crack on with the day without it ruining anything, you know, and just the speed that we're processing things. And I'm seeing it with all of you as well, the speed that something will come up and, you know, this but we'll share it, we'll share it. And then the next day it's kind of, it's blown over and we know it's passed. Mm-hmm amazing yeah, yeah it's a beautiful yeah. process to be in to share it yeah so much yeah
1: oh, I love you guys because you're guys so awesome <laughs> all right so for those of you sitting here thinking that sounds amazing where do I learn more about this uh you can go to productiveflowchallenge.com so it'll be you got this in an email. It's down at the bottom of your email. There's a link: productiveflowchallenge.com. It'll also be in the show notes here for this podcast episode for you. Um, productiveflowchallenge.com. I'm going to say it one more time. And what that does is we had a we had a five day live event in in May, and we recorded all of it. And it was one session with each of us. So as we went through, that was four days. And then we had our last day was really an an integration where we shared, we talked about what we were getting and experiencing from those, those four days of sessions. And it does give you like, um, a very quick, uh, run through. And I say quick because it's, it's five days. So you got it all in succession, not over the course of a month, you know, um, where you get to experience what we're doing inside of this container. And so it's, it was all, like I said, recorded live. And if you go to productiveflowchallenge.com, you can register for free and you'll get your first email will have everything there. And so you can just binge it if you're like, sign me up for a full day. Good. <laughs> You can do that. Yeah, be, be you, right? Um, but if not, then you can go through. You'll still get emails every day just telling you, hey, it's time for day two or day three or whatever. Um, and there's also, um, besides the links to each day, like on Mina's session, she and then she does this every month in the program, there's her regression session, but then she also has a recording. So it's one recording, but there's there's two versions, one with music, one without. Um, that's like an integration um the transformation piece. So it's about 20 minutes and it's a recording, separate recording, and you listen to that every day for 21 days after you've done her regression session. So it helps kind of hardwire all those new beliefs in your in your brain, which is awesome. And uh, I know that I still listen to the one that she did for me back in April. Um so it's like oh, twenty one days minimum. <laughs> yeah, last April, not not 2022, 2021 um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's amazing, so you guys get one of those every single month, but there is that uh as well, and that's in there um, there's a place, a link to find out you know how to pull up your chart so that when you're doing this session with Rachel that you're able to have your chart in front of you, so everything she's saying, you're able to relate to what's on your chart um, so it's like there's all this stuff in there for you guys, so it's free, take advantage of it, um, and if you don't like it, just unsubscribe from the emails. That's cool. You know, we want you to be in this because you want to be in it. So um, yeah, so Productive Flow Challenge and go check it out and let us know what your thoughts are. Oh, we also put together a Facebook group for people who are going through that five-day event uh, so that you can share with us and talk to us and we're in there. So uh, if you have something that you experienced while you were in there, that's a place to go. And um, basically that's it. We're here for you. And um, we're here for each other, and we're just letting that ripple effect take take over. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thank all you well. so much, you guys, for being here, and thank you. thank you for coming on the show today and expressing all of this wonderfulness. I appreciate you. And um,
0: until next time, we will see you right here on the Productive Flow Podcast. Thanks for listening. And especially, thank you for sharing the show and leaving a review on iTunes. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. Want to learn more about Productive Flow and connect with other business owners and salespeople on the same journey? Then go join our free Facebook group at ProductiveFlowGroup.com. It's free, and you'll also get access to special content and resources. Now, stay tuned for the next episode of Productive Flow.